Welcome to another episode of the Touchline Support Podcast. I'm your host Javon. Um, another fulfilling week of football. Uh, so let's get straight into it. Remember to follow or subscribe to this podcast. The RSS link will be in the description so you won't miss an episode. Um, be sure to follow me on Instagram, Twitter. I'll leave the link in the the um the links in the other socials will be in the description. Um, be sure to follow me so we can interact more. Um, the lots to speak about. So let's just um get into it. Let's get into this episode. Um, it will be a light one this week, and um, there's uh, a couple games. So let's see what we have to talk about. So before we get into this week's action. Um, let's do a, let's do a quick run through of the Champions League, and see who. Yeah, let's see who made it from who didn't really. Um, a quick run through. Champions League has been very interesting. Hands don't know doubt about that. Saw some spectacular games. So let's take a run through here. The group stages are over. So Group A, Man City goes through. PSG runners up. Uh, Group B, Liverpool, Atletico Madrid, runners-up. That one was pretty close. I mean, AC Milan came last, Porto. At one point, Porto had a chance of going through. So that one was pretty close there, right? Um, Group C, Ajax, uh, Sporting runners-up. Dortmund is off to to, um, Europa, yeah? Group D, Real Madrid, topping that one. Inter, runners-up. Group E, Bayern. Bayern, so strong Bayern. Topping it with Benfica, runners-up. That means Barcelona is off to Europa. Um, I heard they asked a question if Barcelona could beat West Ham in the Europa League. Good question. I hope we'll... We'll probably um, get an answer for that. Group F, Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Winners, Villarreal runners up. Uh, group G, Leo, Salzburg runners up. And Group H, Juventus. Um, winning that one with Chelsea. Chelsea lost first place in like the last, what, what was it? The last minute or so? Um, rough. Chelsea has hit a purple patch, so, and, you know, pretty normal. It's pretty normal for a team to hit a purple patch. Just how can they get back? And they did get back this weekend. They did come back with a win. But anything to be worried about? I don't think, I don't think so. I don't think so. A lot of injuries in the squad, but Chelsea, Chelsea do have a, I think a big enough squad of quality to pull through. And then January coming up, there's some rumors that they might be going for a couple of players. But we'll, we'll see how that goes, right? So that rounds up the Champions League run of 16. Should be very interesting. I think the draw is... Um, I'm not sure when the draw is. I want to see. 
I'm not sure when it is. It probably be this week. So um, let's see how that turns out. Brentford continuing their good run of farm, right? Uh, top ten, yeah, top ten for Brentford, beating Watford. Uh, I think they had to come from behind as well. Dennis with a goal. Good thing I brought him in this week in my FPL team, so that helps me out a lot. Um, Man City Wolves. Man City um, with another penalty from Sterling to get one over Wolves. It was um, that was good. Uh, Chelsea bounce back with a win to Leeds. Another well, it's another penalty winner, right? But like what six penalty winners this weekend? Any? Yeah, another penalty 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 winner. And there was a big um, a big commotion after the game, which you know you could expect. Uh, maybe. Um, persons felt that it wasn't fair, but yeah, Chelsea got the win. Uh, Liverpool, Aston Villa, Steven Gerrard got getting a standing ovation, going back to Liverpool, uh, which was which was very good. But Liverpool came away with the winners with that again. Another penalty from no other than Mohamed Salah. You know, I'm gonna stick up in right here, and I I'll say that I always thought of Mohamed Salah a good player um even when he was at Chelsea from from when he was at Chelsea I knew that he was a good player but Chelsea didn't have the time to to give him um game time right and he left for Roma did he sing a Roma back at Liverpool and we're now seeing the story right but yeah um Arsenal Bouncing back, good three-nil win over Southampton. Southampton, who uh, I don't know. Um, I'm beginning to not like their football anymore. But yeah, I haven't seen them in a while, though. So maybe not. Um, maybe I don't have any right to say that right now. Manchester United, Norwich. Once again, another penalty winner from Ronaldo. And um, we see where the English Premier League is so good. Norwich, which is at the bottom of the table, weren't playing like a team at the bottom of the table. Right? Um, even Ragnit said, that's rough, said it, that no, they, they weren't playing like a team at the bottom of the table. Um, based on what I saw, that was the case. Like, Manu could have lost that game, actually. So, that's something. Uh, Burnley, West Ham. Uh, yeah, it was a pretty boring game. And the score says it, Nilal. It was a pretty boring game. Like, both teams didn't look like they really wanted to win. Really. It was like, we're just here to, to play because they said that we should and we're getting paid to. It was a pretty boring game. But guess who got hit for four? Newcastle. And Leicester did it. And uh, Telemans with a brace. Daka, Madison. And this is... Hmm, Barnes, Madison, Telemans, and Didi. Telemans back in the team, and Didi back in the team. 
and it seemed to be that they made a difference. I've always, I've been looking at it and I've been saying to myself that uh, Leicester City miss, they're missing their players, they're missing some key players. And, um, you know, they got to fill them back and we see the result. But it's still against the Newcastle is very weak, very weak. And, um, but a good win for them nevertheless, for, for, for Leicester City. And they needed that win, actually. Yeah, they needed that win, for sure. And last game of the game week, Crystal Palace, Everton. Now, uh, this one was... Oh, is it is it the nail in the coffin for Rafa? Is it? Once again, my view on this Everton is that whatever they get, they get, man. Everton had Ancelotti, I said it last week, and they threw him over for, I don't even know, when he committed himself to, 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 to the club. So, it's whatever. And Crystal Palace, once again, ever improving under, under, um, Vera, right? Ever improving, I'm telling you. This Crystal Palace team is very good. Um, but the, the first half, though, what I'll say about the first half is Crystal Palace were playing the game, right? They were finding these these pockets, um, these nice, you could say, synchronized runs, like people like knew the runs they needed to make once the ball hit um with a certain person, with a certain area. They knew what pass to expect, they know where to went, they knew they knew where to go. Especially for AU. Um once the ball started to, to hit in the middle of the park, he was off and he knew that he would probably get a ball passed to him. Um and the passing was just exceptional really. I don't they didn't set a foot wrong. Um but I did still think, because I did tweet this, Everton were pretty solid because they were handling this. Up until the point, Gray made that mistake. And, um, you know, it followed up with the, 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 the conceding goal from Gallagher. Uh, they were dealing with it well, and especially Godfrey from Everton. You know, AU got the, every time AU got a break, he was there to cover. He was there to clean up. And that that seemed to be the only outlet that Crystal Palace would have had during the first half. And the other end, Zaha wasn't for me wasn't um offering much. And Zaha has been stink all season, to be honest with you. Zaha has been he's playing like a player that doesn't want to play. Like someone is forcing him to play. You know, he keeps um doing certain things like putting his hands in people's faces and so on. He's been stink all season. And I really would love to for Zaha to get back to the Zaha of playing the game. Um but as I said, every time Crystal Palace got the outlet, got to AU, it was dealt with. And that's why I said Everton were pretty solid. And I felt if that mistake wasn't given by Gray that led to the goal, uh it would have been different going in for the second half 
right? Now, Everton, when I looked at the setup of Everton, um, the, what was their formation? It was a 4 4 2. Um, they, were, they were pressing up front with three, right? They're pressing with three at the front. Uh, so it was kind of like, and, and someone from the defense would have stepped up. It, it keeps someone stepping in to fill that gap. So it's kind of like a 3 4 3 formation they're, a bit, they're about. And um, yeah, in some instances that that's yeah, in some instances that's how it would have it would have looked. Um, but Palace were still creating those those um, passes, still making those movements, and Everton didn't. Um, well, we're looking to close it down. We're looking to 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 get to them. And that was especially in the first half. In the second half, we saw something different. We saw um, more the game getting more physical, more duels. Everton trying to win more of the second ball, trying to win more of the middle. And that's what they needed to do. That's what they needed to do because, I mean, apart from these runs that Palace were making, which were exceptional, were very good, very good um, um, play to the Palace. Um, but apart from that, it was really down to getting to those balls first in the middle, you know, winning that that battle in the middle, and and trying to put um get on the the front foot. And uh, Everton weren't doing that. One person we saw Richardson coming off, which I don't get. I get that. Um, even with the goal that Randon scored, if. I won't say if it was a Richarlison, he probably. I won't say that. I won't say that. I, I, in a game like that, Richarlison is not the player that you pull off. In my opinion, Richarlison is not the player that you pull off. First of all, the lineup um, was a bit off for me. I mean, he had Delph, Gomez, Decore. Ah, uh, it seems like. I don't know. He pulled Delph off, which I thought was, was pretty okay. But I would have probably put um Gomez, Gomez or Decore because for me it's like playing two negatives, right? Um, or playing two players that play the same that would give you the same thing. Not Richardson. Don't have Richardson. Richardson could have given the match winner or something or made a difference, but. You know, put Richardson and Randon on. Don't take off Richardson. I didn't get that. And he clearly didn't get it either. <laughs> he wasn't having it. But um, it didn't get better for them, though. Second of all, was poor defending. Was very poor defending. Like, there was no one at the back post. No one. That's a poor defending. That's, that's defending 101. Cover your back post. Right, ensure that there's someone at your back post. They left it clear, 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 clear. And as I said, um, the duels kept coming in. They were closing, trying to close on the places. Uh, you you could see it was evident that they were trying to win the bottom one. And as I said, um, I, I just didn't get why Gomes or the Corey weren't take one of one of these players weren't taking off instead of Richarlison. I thought Richardson could have offered more.
to it, especially seeing that they went on a lot of breaks. And when Chelsea came off, it just kind of everything just left to grey. Grey, grey. Uh, grey and Godfrey. I saw him made some some runs. Once Grey got the ball, he was bulleting to try to um create an option for him. And he did, he did get through at one point. Um, but I thought Richardson, I should have never uh, gotten off that one. And, oof. Uh, what, what, what a goal from Gallagher. Man, this, this, this is a star. This is a star. What a goal from him. He's an excellent player. Um, excellent player. And, and not just a player, but this Crystal Palace team. I've said it before. Each time I see them, they just look better than the last time. The Crystal Palace team that started the season, completely different now. Right? And a lot of people um, probably had doubts with the manager with Vieira. But, you know, he's showing up that, hey, he he has a way of how he wants his team to play. And they're doing exactly that. Very nice, attractive football. I remember seeing them against Arsenal. I've spoken about them against Arsenal here. They were so confident. They're a very confident team, right? Very good playing team. Everybody knows where to go, where to be, where to expect the passes, where to make the passes. Well drilled. And, um, but no one that Gallagher goal, like, no coach drills that, man. That's just beautiful. Beautiful rig will go from him. And um, you have to wonder if, you know, Rafa may go after this, you know. Uh, we've seen managers get cut for less, really. And Everton are dropping in the table. They are dropping in the table. We've seen managers get cut for less than this, guys. Let's be honest, right? Will Rafa stay? Will he keep? Will he keep his, his, his job? Will he stay? You know, I'm just looking at the table right now. City on top. They're steaming ahead. Uh, and it's just up to the rest of them to try and keep up. I, I, at this point, you can say City probably will win the title. I mean, there's no stopping them. I said this. Once City hits their stride, there's no stopping them. They don't even have a centre forward, which was their biggest problem and it's like nothing now it's like nothing like it's evident that they don't have one but like they go on it's you know it's, it's just trying to catch up and, and, and Liverpool is right up there you know Liverpool is right up there and you still have a lot of people doubting Liverpool uh, Chelsea's there West Ham is there West Ham missed a big opportunity today to to um to pull themselves away from Manu, which are now in fifth, and would you take a look at that? Uh, that win from Norwich pulls them up to fifth. So, I mean, the table is just that close where, you know, just a win, just a win can put you up a couple places up. That's how the table is right now. Um, who was it that was it last week? Won a game and leaped up. Yeah? Even with Manu, Manu were like, what, eight? Was it so? I mean, I wasn't sure. I'm not sure where they were before. 
I can't say for sure, but they're known fifth. They're known fifth. And with the run of fixtures, who knows where Manchester United can end up. Um, West Ham missed a big opportunity today to, to kind of, you know, pull away. Uh, there's still Tottenham. Tottenham with games in hand. There's still Leicester. I mean, there's still a lot going on here. There's still a lot. A win can move you up so much. A drop of points can damage um your position so much. It's so intense, I'm telling you. So um this season, man, it's going down to the wire. Expected to go down to the wire. That January last leg, yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be crazy. The Premier League is heating up. And, uh, games coming in thick and again. Uh, games start Tuesday. Tuesday again. So, it's a one-day break and bam, back at the games. And, um, this is where a lot of teams drop points. A lot of rotation has to be done. And, um, you know, it's, it's going to be difficult. But then again, this is what makes it so interesting. So, you know, and uh, it's sad to see um, Tottenham having this um, COVID outbreak. I hope, I hope, uh, I hope the ball spot real quick. And um, I hope it doesn't get out of hand. I hope you don't see other clubs start um, to get you know, outbreaks and so on. So let's see what happens with that there. And um, all in all, it's been a good week. So now we're going to be looking at our kits. Alright. First kit to look at is the home kit for Valencia. Right. Home kit for Valencia. Let's bring it up real quick. Um, normal Valencia kit, black and white by Puma. Yeah, it doesn't look very inspiring. Not much into it. Just normal black and white, black on the sleeves, um, black on the the the, the side parts there. Um, and uh, not much about it. Not much to say about it. It's just a black and white um, top and I give it a 6 out of 10 a 6 out of 10 alright uh, our next kit is we saw today Everton I remember I remember reading an Everton before it was, it was uh, their third kit but no no it was a way a way no it's a third kit no, um, third kit white but it's interesting it's interesting the colorway the sleeves um the neck and it is this this part down the middle um which catches the eye it does it does catches the eye i don't know it's a decent third kit you know you know you're expecting third kids to go all out it's pretty simple but that actually catches the eye but i'll give it a 7 out of 10 um still nothing to be like oh this is great so a 7 out of 10 um for the Everton turkey
no for some action outside of the Premier League. Um, there was Real Betis Real Sociedad. Um, that was one that I was very interested in. That I really didn't get to see. Um, but Real Betis for four nil. Real Betis. Alright, so Real Betis, a team that I know that we're having problems with scoring goals, we're having problems in front of goals. No, um, putting four past a team where um, we were so sad that at one point I thought was the team to beat. Um, I'm not sure what's causing the fall off for Sosadad, but I don't think they have been having a, a, a good string of uh, results of late. But uh, it seems Real Betis have improved on their their delivery in front of goal. I mean, uh, four nil, four nil. I, I didn't I didn't see Real Betis having a problem um, defensively. Uh, when I saw them against Real Madrid earlier in the season, defensive defensively that wasn't a problem. It was actually before goal. So it's really good to see Real Betis coming away. Uh, Four goals. Not surprising, um, because I, I do see that they have it in them. But uh, you know, I hope that can they can keep that up. Then there was PSG Monaco, PSG Monaco, PSG Monaco, which you know in my mind it should be a cracker, but it wasn't really. Um, the, it wasn't really a cracker at all. Um, Mbappe so good, man. Mbappe is so good. Mbappe is so good. Um, conversations. Uh, so there's a there's a group I mean, and then there's uh, conversations um, in comparison to Rashford and um, Mbappe is better than Rashford, right? I'm I'm gonna say uh, actually I think this may come up later in in what I have to say, but yeah, Mbappe I think is better than Rashford. Mbappe over Rashford. Um, still a little more stuff to add to his game, but come on. I pick Mbappe over Rashford any day in my team, any day. And um, the, there's a big one that happened today as, as well. There's Real Madrid, Atletico Madrid, um, Madrid derby, which has you know, La Liga is not La Liga as before. To be honest with you, so yeah, but uh, Real won that one, um, 2 0, 2 0, and uh, you know, I still have concerns of this real team, to be honest with you. And um, you know, you know, Ali, you know, Ali, very solid, very compact, and Real, they have a style where they're just wide they want to stretch teams wide they want to go wide and uh so they came with the playing wide um they're playing wild playing wide and you know defensively see them come back with five you know they step back with five in the, in the midfield leaving Benzema out there too um to, that was a defensive shape Letty um at first it was seen like they were going to fight for the pop, but we saw there was a four four two formation and they kept that straight through. Um and hence, you know, 
trying to stretch them, trying to go wide, Real Madrid was um, the option. But then it, it 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 seemed like the only one that they had, the only thing that that they could have done. Um, you know, I have real concerns over this Real Madrid team. I mean, they're they're flying high, but you know, Real they're playing they're playing wide. That's that that's that's what I'm getting from them with with right have these players on the on the touch lines. Right, Vinicius, um Asensio on the touchline. You know, they 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 are, they come in compact they're in their defensive shape. But as soon as and, and and that's the thing with them, quality of the players. Because as soon as they open up you see the players, they go wide. They go towards the touchline. And they're so good that they take one, two, three passes to really have, um, to get them in a goal scoring position. And you saw that happening today. Um, you saw that happening today. But the thing is also, is the link up play. As, my opinion is that Real would do better if they would just get closer together and get cl- just get closer together. They're playing so wide, which you know it's effective, but it, it just seems to be the only way, especially in this Atletico Madrid um game. They couldn't go to the middle, but they they couldn't really. It was just all wide, Vinicius, 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 wide. And um, I, I would like to see players coming a bit closer and allowing some space for the full box um, to, to run into. You know, the, the Mendy today, the Carvajal. You know, we saw, we saw Carvajal coming up a couple of times, but uh, 4-3-3, I would, have, I would have loved to see at times, Vinicius tucking in a bit and allowing the fullback to to come up, allowing that space. Um, and I, I I thought it was possible. It was possible. Uh, Real Madrid uh, were playing from from the back. They nice passes around the back to to, to the front. I think it was possible, right? You know, currently with sweat ball, the ball has been played for some distance between players, and um. You know, it's. I think I think it takes so much from the players, um, and and staff for support because there's no one close by. There's just no one close by. Vinicius will get the ball, and he has to just do his individual stuff because there's no one really close by to really pass that ball to, right? Um, and he has to just go on a run on his own. Do something on his own um, until you eventually get some support. So I would like to see Rimoji come a bit closer, and I've seen where that was a problem for them before, right? And and the goal, the goal, even especially the first goal came by close link of play. Yeah, that's how the first one came about by close link of play, and you know Benzema. Being left on mark and getting a good strike, right? 
the second one um was a break and um well it it was their typical thing no break get wide one two three passes put them in a uh, and that's the thing and that's why this works you know just with because they have so um players of such good quality with passing the ball as well um keeping it passing it making the right decisions Vinicius has really improved in his decision making as well uh so um that's why this is really working out for them but it's, it's uh it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't um appeal to me to be honest it doesn't appeal to me uh, i thought that if atleti um wanted to get into this game to hold on to the ball a bit more hold on to the ball and try to penetrate that real magic team and they tried and they tried that second half you saw where they tried that joe felix and courtois had to make some good saves courtois had to come up with some saves um you know apart from it allows real magic to sit back soak up which they're very good at um it was just down to if Atleti could hold the ball for good periods and, and just get in. Because there are times, especially when Joe Felix came on, there are times when um they were, they looked like they were going to get uh, get a goal. Yeah, they looked like they were going to get a goal. And um it was it was even such a Griezmann come off, but... Joe Felix really made a difference when he came on. But yeah, and, uh, yeah and, and, and you know, that's it really. You know, Real Madrid get back in numbers very well. Uh, so, and, and that's just a Real Madrid game. They get back in numbers very well. They're very quick on the break. One, two pass, and they're in and, uh, in and a goal scoring opportunity with the quality they have. And um, also that quality allows them to make some... So passes that where the ball goes good distances to get to players right you go watch them you go see it you see that there's no close proximity passes it's you know, distance distance is there hit him hit him hit him those uh, switches and um i think i think the, the right team can really exploit that yeah I think they they can the real the right team can really expect that. I think they can. And let's let's talk about let's talk for for a minute. Luka Modric. He has thirty six, the same age as Ronaldo. And I don't think Ronaldo runs like this guy. My God, he's super fit. I don't think Ronaldo runs like him. I'd have to like see some stats or something like that one. I don't think Ronaldo runs like this guy. He's all over. He is all over. He's 36. I didn't know he was 36. I didn't know he was 36. And he, he, was, he didn't look like 36 today. When I saw him. I didn't, he, he just did not look like 36. There was one time Joe Felix was trying to beat him. And I was like, yo, you're not going anywhere. He didn't look like it. That's really good. Really, really good. Uh, much rich, man. Uh, superb player. Superb. Super player is super player, and it goes to show that there are players that can push it to that limit to those age brackets. I mean, how old is Ibra? 
right? Yeah, there are players that can do it. They can do it. Um, and uh, you know, that's another thing, really. That's another thing, really, with English media. They make Cristiano look out that Cristiano should not play because he's thirty six, because he's what? Uh, English media, English media. I swear. But yeah, much thirty six. I'm playing like, you know, he like he's not thirty six. Yeah. So I was trying to find, I was trying to get some stats on the distance covered by Real Madrid in comparison to other teams in the league. Um, I wasn't able to find anything. But if there's anyone that can come up with those stats, that can um, direct me or provide those stats, please do. Uh, let's just, let me, you know, let's have a comparison with it because, um, you know, I'd like to confirm what I'm seeing um, or not. Yeah, so there's anyone that can provide those stats, please do. Okay, so now for a bit of news. So I'm seeing where Martial, well not Martial, but his agent rather, has come out saying that he wants to leave in January, right? He's not getting enough game time. He wants to play. And um, my thoughts on this is, okay, okay. I think Martial is a very good player. I like him very much. As a player, and um, I think maybe he should have left before to go out and get game time and to do de- to de- to develop um, into the player that he can be. I mean, too often we've seen players being stunted by clubs that do not seem to, you know, have them at the forefront. Of, of, of the plans and so on and um yeah I, I think i think a move for him would be good i think he should have left before i probably should he should have left at the start of the season yeah to to go and get game time i think i thought he should have done that and um there are factors why i thought that this is a good move and there are factors why i thought that he should have moved on um, before. Um, because he's not getting enough game time. And, you know, it, you know there, there's a question of if no was the right time for him to say, to come over and say, hey, I, you know, he wants to leave. And maybe there are talks, internal talks with him and the new manager. And maybe he's saying that, hey, you know, maybe Ralph is saying to him, hey, we have so much attackers, you're down, you're down a picking order, right? Maybe maybe that's a conversation that Ralph would have had with him. And he would have said, okay, then I just, I, I may need to leave. You know, I want to play. Or maybe there's no conversation and he just decides that, hey, you know, I don't see a future here anymore. Um. And if that's the case, you know, uh, uh, Ralph, Ralph would strike me to be 
the manager that would say, hey, okay, Shell, you're a very talented player. Give me the season. Give me the end of the season. And then if you decide to, you can leave, right? Just give me the end of the season to work you into the team, see what I can do with you, you know, be a part of a team, be a part of what we're trying to do. And then at the end of the season, if it doesn't work out, leave. You know, um, can that happen? Is it dead? No, because, you know, coming out saying, hey, I want to leave. Manager will say, okay, his mindset is not here. He's already wanting to leave. It doesn't make any sense. We keep him in the team, right? Probably, it's probably the, the end of it for him. But, you know, um, I would like to think that Ralph, you know, behind the scenes is, is saying, hey, you know, give me some time. Give me until the end of the season because he's a quality player. Let's not, let's, let's not get around that and let's not get twisted. He's a quality player. And a lot of people believe to think that he is not a quality player because of how the media portrays him, because of what the media says about him. And that's why I hate English media. I hate the English media because once it's not an English player, right, they say the most damning things about these players unnecessarily as well, right? Martial has been... Um, there are times where Marsha was a person, was a player that we needed that bailed us out of some things, right? Um, people say he's done because he hasn't had this amount of goals, this amount of goals. I remember they were saying that Marsha couldn't produce um, this amount of, of goals and he produced it and they're still like, oh, oh I still see, I still don't see it. I'm telling you, man. Once the players not English, English media, English um, pundits, whatever they be, they they are so they say the most damning things, and it, it brings me to Rashford, where I'm telling you, Rashford is a very overrated player, and Rashford only get hyped up the way he does because he's English. I'm going to say it. What does Rashford have? over Martial, right? You'd say that these two players play on the same side. What does Rashford have over Martial? What? Look at the Norwich game the other day and that game was a bit Crying out for someone to for someone to really just get a hold of the ball and hold it a little, um, and then to play off into supporting feet or just go on. Martial was the perfect person for that, and that's that's what he has been doing for the team before. Hold up, this hold up play, you know his relationship he has his feet has with the ball is exceptional. One of the best, right? And we, we keep putting that down. And the, the main reason is media. The media spins it and puts it spin to say that this player is not good enough. He's never going to get this. He's never going to get that. He's this and that. And um, they don't put the same light on Rashford. They, 
Russia, the, the term Russia has been so sting and it's like it's completely blind to these people. Right now, I don't believe Russia should be in the team. I don't believe Russia should get to should start. I just don't see his performance up to a level where, okay, he should be starting week in, week out. I definitely think that there's a place for Martial in the team know that um you know my job is looking to to um you know system that he's trying to impose and that's why I think maybe behind the scenes he's saying hey you know give me give me some time but um I do support him leaving. I do support him leaving. It's sad. I really like this Manchester United player. But I do believe that if he leaves, um, goes to a good club where he gets game time, I do think that he will blossom. I do think that he'll go on and do well. As of many players that has left and go on and, and went on and, and done well. Right? Um, but two factors. Media. I hate the media. I hate all the media portrays, especially non-English players. Right? And, um, and, and 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 the way how they put it to say Rashford is you know like it's almost like he should be doing what Rashford is doing when Rashford is doing nothing right when he should be he should somewhat be the other way around Rashford should be able to hold a play like Martial later off into someone's feet you know some of that maybe that's just Rashford's game but there's also Martial's game and I've also seen where they've both complemented each other. Uh, I, I do believe that there's still a place in the team for him. I think I saw it the other day. I think he was crying for someone to really just hit the hole of the ball, hold it up, pass it off. And um, Rashford wasn't doing that. No one was doing that, really. Um, no one was doing that. No one was doing that, making the, the, the intelligent no one was doing that and, and that's why I do believe that there's still a place in the team for him. So I'd really like to see um him go on past January and then at the end of the season he can decide again whether he wants to stay or leave. Which more than likely I would support him leaving then because I think he would go on and do it. So that was really big news for me because it's a player that I liked and uh I'm spending a lot of time speaking about it. it really, it's a player that I liked. And um, right now with this new setup, I do see a place for him in the team. I really do. And that's all we have for this week of Touchline Support Podcast. Um, once again, if you made it this far, um much thanks for for listening in and do interact do do reach out to me and once again i'll leave everything in the description uh so definitely go ahead and um you know let's get social uh thank you once again i'm out take care enjoy the week <laughs>